BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. This is the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, I am back to pick up right where I left off. So today, the subjects will be the Ice Cavern and the Water Temple of the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Uh, before I get started, unfortunately, I, I owe everybody an apology because I almost went about 12 days without doing the last episode. I should actually let some of you know in case you don't know that my other two shows, Cowboys Talk and Internet FC, actually got advertising opportunities for this month. So, much like how this one got, much like uh, Rage Quit got like this past summer. So, basically, from now on, there will be some commercials and mainly in the beginning. Sometimes I might put them in the beginning, I haven't decided yet. Uh, we'll just see how things go, especially for Rage Quit. But, anyway. But for this one, you know, there'll be the commercial in the middle. And again, for those of you who are truly understanding that, you know, about the commercials being there. Because I know that everybody does not like commercials. But in the world of podcasting, when you're able to put commercials in your show, it's a blessing. Because, you know, your hard work gets the opportunity to have these commercials. You know, And that's the way to start, you know, building up the revenue. So, at the same time, and I want to fulfill my commitment to those who gave me the opportunity. So... Work with that company, work with me, it's like that. So, I appreciate to everybody that's been listening to the commercials, you know, because they, I've gotten compliments with the commercials actually being interesting. Well, guys, the commercials, they're not, you know, I didn't make them, you know, it's, you know, sometimes I'll read a script, but, you know, it's like this. You know, I'm working with these companies, so it's like that. So, I appreciate all the understanding, so. And, uh, apologize for my allergies, I keep doing this with my nose, and something gets caught in my goddamn throat. It's been annoying as hell, but anyway, let's go and get started. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know the last time I uh, right left off, it was the Fire Temple, and I decided, you know, because these the, the the Forest Temple and Fire Temple episode got so much positive feedback, you know, I was told that before I get to more subjects, I should finish out the the game. So now I should get to the Water Temple, and I said, well, before getting to the Water Temple, I definitely have to do the Ice Cavern. Well, then I look at it, I should have started off with the Deku Tree, the Dodongo's Cavern, and then Jabu Jabu's Belly. So, but you know what? <laughs> Started somewhat in the in the positive direction, so uh, 
We might go back to that. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Ice Cavern and the Water Temple are basically extremely challenging. Of course, people will disagree that it's, quote, extremely challenging. Look, it's a challenge, but you know what? That's what makes the, that part a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Although I did confess in the first episode when I did the Forest Temple that the Water Temple was extremely annoying and that I was sick and tired of people telling me that it was super easy. I mean, I get it. It was not. It, it, it was difficult, but you know, people were just kind of sugarcoating it. Like, look, I get it. You were challenged, but you, you just don't want to admit to it. I mean, people just don't want to admit that, that the mini-boss of the Water Temple was a major challenge. But you know what? Fine. I'm going to be honest with you. I did find the Water Temple to be very challenging. I will say it was pretty hard in my case. A lot of people say it was absolutely easy, but you know what? I took the challenge with stride, and I enjoyed that challenge, and quite frankly, I thrived on it. Big time. So anyway. So once you finish the Fire Temple, I'm guessing that how you're notified, I think it's Navi the Fairy that that um, that notifies you, uh, tells you that Zora's River is frozen, or that there's a large, you know, cold... Howl coming from Zora's River or something like that. And basically, when you get to uh, Zora's Domain, you'll notice that it's completely frozen. Completely frozen. So, you know, the, the fact that it was like frozen, I'm like, man, this is not right. And it, it's not only that, but I noticed, you know, all the Zoras were gone. So, and basically, and, and, you know, and I also noticed that, you know, when, when you get to uh, Zora's uh, river, or I'm not sure exactly, it was Zora's fountain, I should say, Zora's fountain, that Lord Jabu Jabu is actually not there anymore. I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know whatever happened to it. I just know that there's all these, I, the, these blocks of ice that's on the water, and it, it creates a path to the uh, ice cavern, which was where you have to go before you get to the water temple. But I just remember, so you you get to Zora's domain, it's frozen, and and King Zora is actually still there, but although he's frozen in a in that in that I believe it was like red ice, it was something mysterious, and and you know, and the same thing is. He whatever he's frozen in, it's actually also blocking the Zora shop. So, <clears throat> so therefore, like you know, you, you got to find a find a way to to, to get a, the hot uh, red blue fire in order to unfreeze him, and then he'll tell you what's going on. And you know, I don't remember exactly what he tells you, but I, you know, I just figured you know, you unfreeze him, and then you go, go to the shop, and you have to actually buy the the water tunic. The Zora tunic, uh, they call it the blue one, you know, the one that allows you to breathe underwater. <laughs> but I don't remember exactly what King Zora tells you. I mean, I'm trying to f see if I can figure it out. I didn't uh, have the time to put that in my notes, but let me see if I can find out here. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Okay, I... I'm not sure exactly what... It Okay, well, you know, it, it doesn't matter anymore, but basically you just find out that, you know, Zor the Zora's Domain is frozen because of a curse. You know, of course, you know, uh, it, it, it's a curse. I mean, the local thing is cursed because of what's going on in the freaking temple, so. Anyway. I'm not... Uh, 
it, it, the whole thing's just so mysterious. But uh, you know, then again, that that that's the point of the, of the whole game. The whole thing's supposed to be mysterious, right? So, anyway, so I'm not going back to uh, where I started. I'm probably getting a little off point uh, every now and then, but I just simply can't help it. <sighs> So after you uh, get that, you, you get to um, get to the ice cavern, and the ice cavern is actually super important because the ice cavern, the major treasure that you find in the ice cavern, is extremely key to penetrating the water temple. I mean, some say you you cannot beat the water temple without the Zora tunic. But I mean, some some players have probably chal have definitely challenged that. I'm sure a lot of players have succeeded in doing it. I mean, you can probably you, you can you can most definitely beat the Water Temple without the Zora Tunic if you're a well experienced and knowledgeable player. If you've played the game so many times, you know exactly what's going on. Then then, then you definitely have a chance. But but one thing's for sure is there's no way in hell you can beat the temple without the without the Iron Boots. So so the Iron Boots is step number one. Some well, technically, step number one is getting the the, the hook shot, the first hook shot, because as I mentioned, the main treasure of the of the ice cavern are the iron boots, but the main treasure of the water temple is the giant hook shot. Okay, but the main hook shot, you 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 get that before getting into the before you even start the forest temple. So that that so I would say getting the mini hook shot is step number one to beating any of the temples. So anyway. So the the ice cavern, as we know, is an ice cavern. It's a it's a cave that's you know frozen and you know, the, whole, the whole place you know has you know icicles, snow. You know it's a really cool place, and I, I'd imagine going in there without the, without the Zora tunic would certainly be proved to be difficult. I mean, I'm sure the Zora tunic not only helps you breathe underwater, but I imagine it also helps you keep you warm in cold places such as the cold water and the ice cave. So anyway. And I guess you learned somewhat before there that you learned that you know while Link was in his was in his seven years sleep, some t during that time Zora's domain was frozen, and then and then and then you learn what happened what happened to all the Zoras. So anyway, so the ice cavern, uh, like I mentioned, it's it's a, it's a frozen cave which is behind Zora's fountain. It's actually cons according to the Zelda fandom dot com. It's actually the smallest dungeon in the entire game, which I actually never really thought of it. I never really thought of it as a dungeon. I really kind of thought of it of as a mini quest, as a mini requirement objective to do before getting to the water temple. So I never really considered it a dungeon. And of course, you know, it, it, it doesn't take too long to complete. I mean, there's lots of there's several other other challenges you can probably do in there too as well. So. It, it obviously, you know, it's it, it's a nice it's a nice themed environment, and you can actually find the blue the blue fire in there. And I don't remember if I went to the ice cavern first, I got the blue fire, and then went back to Zora's domain to unfreeze the king. I don't know, I don't remember, but I just remember when I completed the ice cavern, I, I did it pretty I bit I did it pretty stra straightforward. So, so anyway. So the main thing about the ice cavern, as I mentioned, is finding the iron boots. And there's no mini boss in there. Uh, I just remember you, you beat a pack of uh, white wolves, and as you get it, you know you get the iron boots. Uh, she, you, you, you once again you meet Sheik, 
and she actually tells you what happened to Zora's domain, and she tells you that during your seven-year sleep that the Zora Zora's domain became frozen, and all the Zoras were frozen beneath it, like they're all trapped in the ice sheet. That's real, like that. Although Sheik does actually inform you that he saved Princess Ruto. And as we know, Princess Ruto, you saved her in, in Prince Jabu Jabu's belly. And she gives you the Zora Sapphire. And then she basically declares you as her, as her husband. I mean, keep in mind, I mean, <laughs> Princess Ruto really, uh... She really has a habit of chastising Link, doesn't she? Because she chastised him several times. And and <laughs> I'll, I'll mention something about that uh, later, but... <laughs> but Princess Ruto... You know, after Sheik saved her, Princess Ruto, he informs that Ruto went to the Water Temple, which, as we know, is is a uh, is located under Lake Hylia. So, and speaking of the water uh, of the Water Temple, you know, as we know, the Water Temple is basically depicted as a as an ancient temple. It's under Lake Hylia. It's guarded by the Zoras because it's you know it's very sacred. It's very sacred to them as you know because the Zoras strongly worship the water spirits so the water temple is considered very holy and sacred to the to the zora to the race of the zoras so anyway so when sheik informs you the situation she tells you what happened to the zoras what you know the domain froze and all the zoras were frozen under her uh, under the, uh, frozen in, in the domain as well on, on the large sheet of ice sheik rescued princess ruto who went to the water temple in an attempt to beat the monster okay so this is where Sheik actually teaches you the Serenade of Water. So so you get that melody, you get the Iron Boots, and now you're really ready to get to the Water Temple. So that's where things really get to... Uh, that's where stuff really gets real. I mean, they say, I'm not afraid to admit that I had difficulty completing the Water Temple. Everybody tells you that it was a, quote, piece of cake. I mean, obviously as an experienced player... Of course, I won't hesitate to say it was a piece of cake, but when I was playing it for the first time with no help, obviously it was difficult. It was hard for me, you know, me, me being a kid with, you know, struggling with serious ADHD, and, you know, it's obvious that it was difficult, but, uh, but eventually I got it done, and, uh, I was, uh, pretty happy. So, anyway, so, you got the water, you got the iron boots, got the water tunic, the serenade of water, you are good to go. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not go anywhere. Rage Quit will be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I am the Bear of Texas, and this is Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. And we are now covering the Water Temple. And now things are really going to get real. Alright. So as we know, the Water Temple is is uh, located under Lake Hylia. As I mentioned, it's an ancient temple. It's holy and sacred to the Zoras because the Zora and the temple is, like I said, used to worship the water spirits. So, so the way to get to the water temple is simple. You, you, you can't use the, sh well, there's the shortcut because you have the water, the serenade of water. And, you know, you play that, you, you can warp to the, um, you can warp to Lake Hylia. But then there's that shortcut through Zora's Domain. But keep in mind, it's frozen, so you, you can't make it. 
So, so you get to Lake Kailia, and you'll, you'll notice the lake is drained. I mean, next to next to the entrance, there's a bit of a, there's a pool, like a a bit of a sheet of water, but, but the lake is basically full. Now you notice when you warp to Lake Kailia, there's actually a sign right by what you warp. If you read it, it says. When the water fills up a lake, shoot for the morning light. And that's actually the first thing to do once the, the water temple is complete. And I will tell you what needs to be done. Well, I should say, since I know that a lot of you played the game, you know what happened. I'll just give a friendly reminder. Gamer to gamer reminder. So anyway, so you see the sign. Now, to get to the water, to open the water temple, you got to equip the iron boots and then go down. Now, keep in mind, when you're underwater with the iron boots, the only weapon you can use... Is actually the hook shot, and you have to use the hook shot to shoot the target that has the gate locked. So you shoot it, you pull that target out, the gate is unlocked, and you can finally go in. You know, I'm gonna be honest. One of the most unique things about the Water Temple is the fact that I believe it's got four floors, and one of them is considered a basement. But the the theme, the music playing in the Water Temple, is very unique and it's very it really fits like you know i mentioned how the, the the music of the forest temple fits the music of the fire temple fits i mean every music in each dungeon of this game they all fit i mean the water temple the music is really like something like worshiping and something like that so you know it, it makes perfect sense i mean it's supposed to so anyway so as i mentioned yeah this four 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 floors total and you know one of them being a basement and you know, one of the annoying things about part of this game is you know, so many times you gotta play Zelda's Lullaby, which is you, you go right by a marking in the temple that has the uh, the Triforce. You play the Zelda's Lullaby, and it it, it basically changes the water level, which gives you which 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 will give you access to many parts from the temple from the entrance. Like if I remember correctly, when you first start the temple, you gotta get to the bottom. And then you work your way in the basement. And that's where you run to none other than Princess Ruto. Of course, Princess Ruto, you know, the well the dialogue is, and uh, of course she she chastises Link for making her wait seven years, or you know, I don't know if she says you abandoned me or what made me wait for seven years, but then she says, But now is not the time to talk about marriage because she of she of course reminds you of the situation in the water temple because of everything going on. I think she gives you a reminder that she says all my fellow Zoras are, are frozen under the under the ice sheet and I got to save them, so yeah. <sighs> so you briefly see her, but then after that you don't see her for the rest of the temple. You actually see her once you beat the boss because then, then you're told that you know, then she tells you that she's the sage she's the water sage of the water temple, so yeah. You know, sometimes I do wonder, did Link ever marry Princess Ruto? <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, speaking of that, so it's funny like this. Princess Ruto wants Link to be her husband. King Darunia, the king of the Gorons, considers Link his brother. So I say it like this. So I guess Link is 50%. Is that, does that mean Link is 50% Hylian, 25% Goron, and then 25% Zora? <laughs> That's just a little joke I make up. I know it's a terrible joke, but, uh, you know, try to keep my sense of humor alive. Okay. All right. So the so uh, once you beat Prince once you meet Princess Ruto she swims up and then she disappears you don't see like like I said you, you don't see her, but so you get to a point you know now where you're starting to climb back up you know beating all these monsters and 
this descending these platforms and unlocking all these things, finding keys to lock doors and things like that. And you're you're really working your way through the temple big time. And it, it's difficult because you know there's pl places where these water flows and there's like waterfalls and you know these pillars and, and these switches and it, it, it's it, it's really a challenge. I mean, I, I don't understand why people really don't, don't want to admit that the game was a bit challenge that the temple itself was challenging. Everybody, like I said, everybody tells you that it was a piece of cake. I mean, for me, I'm not afraid to admit that I was challenged for it, and I was confused so many times. You know, I was a kid playing the game, so obviously, so it makes sense. But, but of course, like like I said earlier, I mean, of course, now I'm going to declare the temple to being super easy because I've played it so many times. <laughs> so anyway, as you're making you make yourself deeper in the temple, now you notice basically near the entrance, you notice that there's a uh, a pillar. And you notice that if you try to use the small hook shot, it, it can't reach. I mean, you need to get the that, that's why you need the bigger one, and that actually takes you near the room where the where the where the boss is. So, so you work you your way through the temple, and eventually you're gonna cut. You're gonna square off. You're gonna confront and square off with Dark Link, and I got to admit, Dark Link is extremely challenging. God knows how many times he killed me before I was able to finally defeat him. I can tell you this. It, I, it took at least 10, 10 tries, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It took me 10 tries to beat Dark Link. And as we know, Dark Link is basically the evil version of Link. It's basically like an evil alter ego. But as far as far as, as far as I know, uh, I'm not aware of any backstory as, as far as Dark Link goes. I, I would like to know if there is one. If there is, you can let me know in the comments on YouTube or you can... DM, DM me on Twitter at Bearman of Texas just DX, and let me know if if there is a backstory regarding Dark Link because I've said it before, in video games, in movies, in books, whatever, a character must have a unique backstory. A backstory is super important. So anyway, I would say basically the concept of Dark Link is basically Link has to basically his all of his powers and his strength. He's used against him because Dark Link is just as strong as as Link. So, and I gotta I gotta admit, Dark Link was 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 the boss of the Water Temple was. I'll say I'll, I'll admit this: the boss of the Water Temple was easy. But in my opinion, the, and, and and how uh, how interesting is it that Dark Link, the the mini boss of the game, a uh, mini boss of this temple, excuse me, is more challenging than the main boss. You know. It's it's really difficult, you know. For me, in my case, I would try to hit him with these mini hook shot. You know, once he uh, drops his guard, hit him with a hit him with a mini hook shot, so it's easier. Because if I miss, because you notice if, if 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 you miss, Dark Link can jump on your can jump on your sword and then and then hit you. So it's just a very like I said, it it it, it, it Dark Link can basically read your every move. And he catches you. He gets. He jumps on your sword. He hits you, and and his, his hits actually take. Um, if he hits you, I mean, it 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 does a lot of damage. You know, my younger brother actually told me, and I never knew this that Dark Link actually has the same amount of health as Link. So if you have like all these hearts, I mean, yeah, that makes it more difficult. So maybe that's why it was so difficult. It took me so long to beat him. 
because all the hearts that I had, and all, you know, like I said, you know, my brother told me, and I always wondered that, and I never knew it. Dark Link has has the same amount of health as Link. I mean, again, it's an alter ego. It's it's an evil personality. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, God knows how many how many tries it took, but I'm pretty sure it took at least ten. <sighs> you know, and honestly, it, it gets more difficult. Like after the getting like, the first couple of hits on Dark Link, I mean, things start to get bigger. So. You know, and I never even thought of using the Deku Nuts, because remember, the Deku Nuts actually stun enemies, so... And I never use them, and I rarely use them in the game, so... It, it, it really is difficult, and... You know, and, and I'm pretty sure... I used the hookshot to hit him many times, and... You notice when he's hit, when he, he would be hit, he would fall on the ground and, like, come, like jump back up, so... Anyway. So once you beat Dark Link, you get the long shot... And the long shot is the main treasure of the water temple. So now that you got the long shot, the next thing to do is to go after the boss key. So, you know, <clears throat> you know the regular one is called the hook shot, and this one's called the long shot. You know, I, I just call it the, the, the bigger slingshot, but it's definitely not a slingshot. You know, and, and you know what was so cool is that the hook shot. Can actually, you know, stun enemies, and it can, it can actually damage enemies as, as well. And I also thought, I also thought that to be pretty cool. So, I knew the hook shot could be used for more than just, you know, grabbing, you know, jumping on things, things like that. So, yeah. So now that Link has the <clears throat> the hook shot, you know, again, like I said, you know, now the thing to do is to, you know, go after the find the boss key, so you can go where the and go fight the boss. So. You know, and the thing with Dark Link, you know, the, the Dark Link, you know, the the dark red, you know, the super bright evil red eyes. I mean, that is, hooey. You know, and from what I'm told is, um, Dark Link is actually a character in, in, in Super Smash Brothers. So, I also thought that, thought that to be pretty cool. You know, of course, like, you know, the Samus and then Dark Samus. So, it's kind of cool to see the heroes have a... Have an alternate evil personality. That's pretty interesting. So, all right. So once after that, you get the boss key of the water temple. You know, I'm not sure exactly where the boss key was found in this one. I'm not entirely sure, but I know that there was a room where you find it, and then, you know, eventually I would find it because you know when you have the compass, you can actually go to where there's still a treasure that you haven't found. So. You know, and I, and I should mention the compass in Ocarina of Time is super useful. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. Got choked up on. Got choked up on something. Anyway. <sighs> so once you have the boss key, you you can find the layer of, of where the boss is, and the boss is the aqua the aquatic boss known as Morpha. And Morpha, I mean, talk about something unique. I mean, Morpha is really <laughs> like something. It's like a water serpent, basically. I'm looking at some artwork right here, and I think the best way to, to describe Morpha is a basically like a, a water, a water-like serpent, and there's there's an eye in the middle. I swear to God, it reminds it reminds me a bit of the squid monster from Star Wars. I really wonder if if its creation was based off of that. I never really understood. I, didn't, I never really uh, 
I never really thought of that until now. So, yeah, excuse me. So, I know Morpha was obviously, you know, we all know, we all know who created it. But, Morpha basically, um, had control of the water and of the water temple. You know, it, it basically kind of looked in it and, and of course the, the monster is responsible for, uh, for how the condition that Lake Hylia is, it is like, you know, basically being almost drained uh, dry and Zora's domain being completely frozen. <laughs> Excuse me. But, I mean, Morpha was really not that bad of a boss to deal with, so. <clears throat> so anyway, I guess there was a way to beat the boss, you know, obviously you need the long shot, you know, I mentioned you know, every major treasure that you find in the temple, you need it against the boss of that particular temple, so. So at one point, you know, there's a part where you use the hookshot to get the, the nucleus of Morpha, and then you can slash it with the sword, it takes it several times, and. It basically gets vulnerable because, you know, all, all the fluid around it is gone, and. And and one thing to be careful is not to make is to make sure that Morpha doesn't actually catch you because if he if he catches you, you know that nucleus actually attacks Link and that, that's what causes you know the damage. So, but you know Morpha, you know the battle with Morpha from you know I remember you know you just gotta wait to the perfect time to use the hookshot to grab the nucleus and then slash it several times and. It really gets straightforward. It's kind of a hit or miss thing. You got to do it at the right time. You kind of have to know what you're doing. And but I'll be honest, uh, the Water Temple boss was never was never a problem for me. So you know, and and actually, you know, according to ZeldaFandom.com, I learned earlier that it reminds us that Princess Ruto actually when you see her when you actually enter the boss room. I don't remember if you see Ruto, but. I think she tells you that the, about the, the, the water in the room, there's like something funky about it. And I remember the boss room, there's like four, there's four pillars and there's a, and there's a pool of water and they're standing on, on a pool of water. And that's where you, when you look down, you, you see the creature in the water and, and it, it, it emerges and, you know, and Morpheus, you know, the tentacles, you know, watching out for the tentacles and everything, so... So when when you beat the t when you beat it, I I just remember that the thing basically kind of dissolves and then it kind of like ex I don't remember if it explodes. I mean, from what I remember, it, it explodes into a spray of water and you know and the monster is defeated. So anyway, I just don't you know I just remember beating it and you know, I don't remember too much about the boss of the water temple. It's I kind of seem like a little clueless at the moment, but but you know one thing to remember is that. After Morpha is defeated, even though Lake Hylia is restored, is is fully restored back to normal, Zora's domain was never unfrozen. So I was I was super curious to know about that. You know, like, why was Zora's domain? Why did why did it remain frozen? I I, I don't get it. I'm super curious to know, you know why 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 that why that had to be, you know. It's it, it's really uh. It's really sad. I mean, like, what do you explain by Sheik that the ice was caused by the evil curse? By an evil curse by Ganondorf? And there's, well, actually, I said the source of the curse is obviously Morpha that was created by Ganondorf, so. 
I just don't know what happened, really. <clears throat> Although, well, I guess for the remainder of the game, Zoro's Domain is still frozen. But during the end, but but I, I think I remember like in the credits of the game, when you see you see Zoro's Domain and it's actually not frozen anymore. So, but but I guess you know once you beat the Temple Princess Ruto, that when when it's revealed that she is the Sage of Water. She basically tells Link that Zora's domain and its people will, will eventually return to normal. So, so I guess the process took time. But I guess now that the, the water temple was dealt with, I guess, uh, I guess you know Link had done his part, and uh, and that was it. So anyway, so after that you move through until you get the water medallion. Then you're, you're brought back to Lake Hylia, and then you notice then they see the Link the the lake being refilled. And then I mentioned at the beginning, once you beat, you know, and I should end it, you know, it's the break of dawn, the sun is starting to rise. And then I remember, there was a sign that said, when water fills up the lake, shoot for the morning sun, or shoot for the morning uh, light, shoot for the morning light, that was it. So then you take the bow and arrow, you shoot directly in the sun, and boom, ladies and gentlemen, you have just unlocked the fire arrow. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. I mean, that sign, I mean... <laughs> a lot of people, I, I, I can't imagine how many people didn't understand what it means, but I certainly did until my friend told me about it. You shoot for the morning light, and I never got, the, I never got it right the first shot. It always took me three shots total to actually get this, to actually get it right. You shoot for the morning sun, and then you unlock the fire arrow, and then boom, you are ready to move on to the next shadow temple, and we will be covering the and I will be talking about the shadow temple in an episode very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.